romance nerds we are back for our final look into the publishing world with one more local author so please welcome nikki greenwood to the podcast we are very excited to get to talk to you today about your work and about your experiencing in publishing thank you thank you um hi everybody i'm nikki greenwood I write contemporary, sweet, paranormal, and paranormal light romance, as well as women's fiction and urban fantasy. Thank you for having me on the show today. We're really excited. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) So how long have you been an author? Well, like a lot of authors, I've been writing since I could pick up a pencil. Um, (laughs) A few years before I published, I joined the Central New York Romance Writers, who at the time were a chapter of RWA who had monthly meetings locally. And then when I walked into the room, it was like I found my tribe. So it was a nice place to get my feet wet with uh, publishing. And I realized I could finally make something out of the stories I've been writing all my life. So what kind of paranormal do you write? Uh, It runs the gamut. I do uh, paranormal, like, you know, witches, ghosts, that sort of thing. Paranormal light, which is a little on the the lighter side for those who want to delve into the heavier stuff. So I'm I'm a bit of a a crow, you know, shiny thing. Got to go get it. With the, Jen's with the favorite paranormal. animal. <laughs> so how do you publish? Um, I am a hybrid author. I started out with traditional. After a few years of trying to break into the New York publishing houses, I decided to give a small publisher out of Western New York a try. That's the Wild Rose Press. And when ebooks were first coming on the scene, I got introduced to them. And I thought, well, what can it hurt to try? They love my work, and I've never looked back. I've done nine books so far out of that house, and they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. So what brought you to the world of indie publishing then? Um, I got my feet wet uh, for a few years doing the traditional route, and I decided, well, it's, it's time for me to start growing as an author and doing my own thing. And so I'm a little, I dabble in cover design, uh, graphics, and marketing, that sort of thing. I'm weird. I like marketing. (laughs) So um, I decided to brave it. And last year, I released my first full-length indie novel. That's an urban fantasy called Freak Frat. It's so fun. (laughs) Is it a college? Is it like that kind of a frat? College-age vampire, think Buffy, angel. Yes. Tribe of weirdos. (laughs) I love angel. I love all of Buffy. Just like all of that. 2000 aughts like oh cut my teeth on it yep supernatural is still like one of my top favorite absolutely um so your journey into indie publishing has been it's actually been a lot of what we've been hearing from some of the other indie authors we talked to this month is like they started off with like the big traditional just had either for some reason something happened or they just had a hard time breaking in and they decided that they were going to go either hybrid or indie. Mm -hmm. So was there like an aha moment that you were like, I'm going to be an indie author or I'm going to be a hybrid author? I was honestly a little scared to do it at first. Um, Like most of us are, can I really do this imposter syndrome? Who do I think I am? But after a while, I um, understood the process of editing, and I had actually edited for my publisher for a couple of years in a genre I don't write in just to understand the the ropes from their side. And I thought, well, I can do this. You know, um, I've been editing, you know, forever. So I I gave that a try and never looked back. I really enjoy it. I enjoy the creative control that you have Mm, from cover design right up to the marketing ads that you do. So if you had any advice out there for writers looking to get into the indie pub world, what would it be? 
definitely the first thing I would say is know what you want out of your career because it varies um, from author to author. One author will tell you they want to be only traditional. The other one wants, you know, the control over all the aspects of it. Mm -hmm. If you're the type of person who needs that extra um, oversight where it comes to editing, cover design, that sort of thing, you might want to stick with traditional and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you have the money, you can pay someone to outsource those tasks while you still have free time to write. I can imagine it's really stressful to have it, all of that on your shoulders. It can be. Mm-hmm. It can be. So you're, you're going to want to have the time because there's a lot of different hats in indie publishing. And that's one thing you definitely need to make time for. I mm-hmm. have a day job, so I have to squeeze all of that in mm-hmm. when I'm not working. And it's everything from cover design to marketing to editing, which brings me to my next point. You definitely don't want to skimp on editing. Mm-hmm. You want to have the most professional book you possibly can right. because readers are spending their money on your book and you want to thank them by giving them the cleanest product possible in a nice slick packaging. That's a really nice way to put it. Yep. I feel like too indie kind of has a has a almost a barrier because people still kind of assume it's bad quality. Mm-hmm. It's less and less I think, but the I still occasionally tell people, "Oh, I read this indie book and it's a little bit like, oh, you read a book that they couldn't get published." Ugh. Yeah, I think I think that um, that's changing. Yeah. As we go because things are starting to get cleaner and, mm-hmm. you know, slicker packaging, better covers, better editing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the the traditionally published authors, the the New York Times bestsellers, they're going indie with their backlist too. Yeah. So it's becoming less of a quote-unquote stigma. Mm-hmm. I feel like as we've gotten, like, into more ebooks and things like Kindle Direct mm-hmm. and um, e-publishing and just as technology has developed, the idea of an indie author has shifted Mm -hmm. and that has really paid into indie authors gaining I don't want to say gaining more clout but like people being less and less of the stigma of indie authors absolutely there's still definitely a stigma out there don't get me wrong and it sucks indie authors are authors too people Mm -hmm. and we talked about gatekeepers in our like traditional publishing and the issue of gatekeepers in our last big episode of the month um and I feel like gatekeeping is such an issue with traditional publishing that sometimes all you can do is be an indie publisher. Absolutely. And you're just as valid as an indie publisher as you are as a like a traditionally published author. Exactly. And you might write one of those stories that's just on the cusp of something that a traditional publisher wouldn't take or right. couldn't take. And they have so much turnaround. I mean, you see the the horror stories of the stacks and stacks of manuscripts on the hall in the halls of their offices. You're going to be waiting a while before your manuscript even gets looked at. So, this okay. this is a faster way for an author to get their words into the hands of readers right and publishers are looking for a market right they publish in a specific market Mm -hmm. and sometimes like you said your book might be just on the cusp of being on their market or it might just be like one step too far out of bounds for them to be like we can't sell this to be in our in our wheelhouse but that doesn't mean there's not readers for it jen laughs at me every time i say it but i'm always gonna say it. i need a t-shirt i need a pin every reader their book every book it's reader yep there's somebody exactly there's a book out there for everybody exactly i really do need a t-shirt of that (laughs) (laughs) get me one because i'd love it (laughs) yeah excellent it's gonna be our next piece of merch so nikki where can we find you on social media um, my website is NikkiGreenwood.com. That's N-I-C-K-I. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram quite a lot, typically Facebook. Um, all my social media links are at the bottom of any page on my website. And I would love to invite anybody who's interested in the field of writing, publishing, editing, any of that to come and visit me, chat with me, pick my brain. I am a big believer in paying it forward. Oh, that's really nice. So do you do a lot of writing groups? 
I um, don't now. I have a critique group that I meet with once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, Central New York Romance Writers has um, disbanded from the RWA recently, mm-hmm. and they are doing independent meetings and things okay. online. You know, because of COVID, they haven't mm-hmm. actually settled on a physical meeting place yet. But um, I'll probably go back to meeting with them once they do, because okay. I really miss it. The community is is wonderful. As as much fun it is it as it is mm-hmm. as a writer, it's more fun to hang out with your fellow writers. So which one of your books should everyone go and read right now? That's one of my favorite questions because I always turn it to, what do you like to read? It's not about me. It's about what people who come to my table at any book signing like to read, and I can talk books for hours. Um, I like to offer a choice. So I do everything from sweet romances, like my ice cream novellas, beginning with The Fudge Ripple Effect. Oh, that's adorable. (laughs) Or if they like steamier paranormal stuff, they might try The Serpent in the Stone, which is set in Shetland. And if they're into funny books, they could try Freak Fret, which just just came out last year. Okay, excellent. And I should say we do have a lot of these in the library system. And I have purchased them for here at North Syracuse, so you will be able to get them here very soon. Yay. And we're going to try to figure out how to get them as ebooks through the library. Fantastic. So there's a way to download. Yeah, we don't know how that really works. We're bad, we're, we're bad librarians. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Nikki, is there anything else you desperately wanted to talk about? Um, to all the readers, happy reading. Enjoy. <laughs> find, what, find what you love and read tons of it. Yes. Beautiful. And Jen, what do we always say? Rage on! Bye, guys. Thank you.